The Trone 39 Sprint Car has a new driver. We'll talk new late model chassis brands, season plans for several fringe Lucas Possibles and USAC's announcer situation. Let's go. It's Tuesday, January 23rd. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. If you want to stay up to date on everything big happening in dirt racing, make sure to hit that subscribe or follow button wherever you consume these shows, whether that's on YouTube or the podcast platforms. And did you guys know that, by the way, that these dailies are also available to listen to on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get pods? I originally started these shows to basically be a podcast, but YouTube has gotten way bigger at this point. Uh, you can also find full show transcripts over at dirttracker.com daily. If you or someone you know is hard of hearing and wants to tune in, these episodes can be read as well. Or if you're ever just curious about something I said, those uh, transcripts are there for you to read. Uh, there are plenty of ways to stay current with all of the Dirt Track content. I will start this Tuesday off with a little sprint car driver news. In central Pennsylvania, it's been a difficult few years for the Trone 39 machine. Several drivers in and out of that car, including Chase Dietz, Cameron Smith, Troy Wagaman Jr., and Kyle Moody here more recently. For 2024, John Trone did not have a driver for his car, and he didn't mince words with Jeremy Elliott about the current crop of available drivers in the region. In a piece posted at SprintCarUnlimited.com, Trone was quoted as saying, I didn't have anybody around here that I felt comfortable putting in my car who was capable of winning more than one race or two. It was time for a change. So for this season, Trone went around the world to Australia and grabbed Callum Williamson. The Perth Motorplex regular has been really impressive this winter, going toe-to-toe with Brad Sweet and Rico Abreu during Western Australia Speed Week. And that's where Trone and uh, crew chief Kevin Frey, uh, Kevin Fry spotted him. Williamson will start racing in Central PA in May and race through the summer, including stops at big shows like the Kings Royal and Knoxville Nationals. That also means appearances with both High Limit and the Outlaws. Looking around, I don't believe that Williamson has raced yet in the United States, so he'll be facing a fairly steep learning curve, having run mostly around Western Australia at places like Perth and Bunbury. Central Pennsylvania is not a joke of a place to uh, come and race your uh, 410 sprint car for the first time in the U.S. Williamson is among a group of uh, drivers down under right now who I think can definitely compete over here, though. We've seen Lachlan McHugh make the trip to the States. He's a good one. I also think Jock Goodyear is another uh, ready to make some noise. Trone did tell Jeremy that we could see other drivers in the 39 before and after Williamson's stint. Obviously, he's only going to be av- available for a short window because of his visa status. Uh, so, so we could see some other drivers before and after that. Uh, back on Sunday, we talked about Earl Peterson Jr. finding a new ride for 2024, teaming up with Jason Round to run the full Lucas schedule this year. In that piece, I said that Pearson was planning on running Longhorns again as part of this new deal, which was mentioned in the Dirt on Dirt post. But apparently that might not be correct. On the clip uh, of that uh, segment that I posted to TikTok, late model racer Corey Hedgecock commented that Pearson and Round are making the switch to his chassis, the new BMF piece. Hedgecock debuted the first BMF chassis late in 2022, and besides him running him, uh, running them, uh, we saw Jose Parga take uh, one of those uh, cars to a dirt car championship in 2023. Will Rowland competed in one, and Tanner English and Viper Motorsports made the switch late in 2023. Hedgecock had a number of wins this season, including in both Super and Crate competition. We'll see if this chassis, along with the new team, can reignite EPJ's career here. And in the Dirt Lane model chassis space, it seems like we have a few newcomers at the moment, and two, are, uh, two of these are connected. 
Back in the Wild West shootout, Stormy Scott and Jason Durham revealed their Category 5 piece, which is a partnership with Bruce Built's Bruce Nunnally. Flow Racing's Kyle McFadden had a story about it about 10 days ago. Uh, Nunnally uh, was previously with Scott Bloomquist Team Zero and is also involved with Hedgecock's BMF operation. The car that Stormy and Durham ran at Vada was one built in 2013, but never raced by its previous owner, Rick Ecker. The car was modified to current standards and what Stormy and Durham wanted. This move to their own chassis obviously means that Stormy has then moved on from running Longhorn chassis. They told McFadden that once they get it sorted, they do plan on selling some of these cars to other racers. Besides Category 5 and BMF, uh, I've also been told by a few folks that Brandon Overton's Wells Motorsports team is building their own piece for the future also. They had been campaigning their own versions of Longhorns, but that seems to have gone south with their late experiment in 2023 that we've documented here on the show before. They're still building and selling the Longhorn by Wells, but supposedly Overton ran something else late in the season last year. Rumblings of uh, possibly a partnership with Team Zero and Shane McDowell there. And that would make sense with the Wells team trying out the Team Zero car at Raceway 7 at the end of the Lucas season. Obviously, we've talked about what happened there. That goes sideways. They flip back to Longhorns. Still missed the Lucas chase anyway. Overton's 2024 plans remain kind of unknown at the moment, but his website has been updated with at least a few races. And what's there seems to point to no Lucas run this season. That would fall in line with what we've been hearing and talking about. We'll see Overton this week at Gold Niles, and then he'll continue speed weeks at Bubba Raceway Park. But following Bubba, instead of going to Alltech with Lucas, Overton's website shows a trip back to Georgia for winter freeze at Screven. That one is headlined by a 12,000 to win Southern All-Stars feature. From there, it'll be back to Florida and East Bay for winter nationals. And then the second Golden Isles race is the final event shown. I'd say Overton and Wells are back to picking and choosing races this season like we saw them do before 2023 when they went full-time with Lucas. Some other Lucas question marks at the moment include Jonathan Davenport. Flo's Kyle McFadden says he is 50-50 right now, but will be at all of Speedweeks. And some chatter pointed towards a possible pick and choose slate for Tyler Erb. He's also going to start the season with Lucas and see how it goes following the end of the swing in February. We'll talk more about the Lucas opener later this week as they get closer here. Finally today, uh, it seems as though the USAC announcer situation is still very much in flux. Chet Krisner had the role in 2023, but decided at season's end he would not return to the spot. The USAC season starts in a few weeks with the sprint cars at Ocala and Volusia, and the series announced yesterday that Brian Holbert will be on the mic for those events. That means both the Attract PA and the Flow Racing broadcasts. Holbert is usually on the mic for the ASCS National Tour and at the Chili Bowl, among other motorsports exploits, PR guy, other uh, calling other races. Uh, he did call a USAC midget show in 2023 at Kansas Mitchell County Fairgrounds. No plans for the seat were revealed for after Florida. And putting in Holbert uh, buys USAC some time until racing gets started again in April to make a decision. So they're going to run here in Florida to start the year. And then the sprint cars don't come back until April 5th. And then the Silver Crown and midget seasons don't get going until later in April. So if it's not Holbert here full time and it's not Drake York, who I thought could be a candidate for the spot, I'm not really sure at the moment who it could be. So we'll just have to wait and see for this one. Uh, that's it for the show today. The streaming schedule is quiet outside of the 24-7 channels on Dirt Vision and Flow Racing. Uh, Flow Racing. Uh, things will get uh, kind of busier, uh, though, as we get closer to the weekend here and uh, kind of further on into 2024. You can see the streaming schedule anytime at dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. Hope you guys have a great Tuesday out there. We'll see you right back here tomorrow. Tomorrow.